Hello everyone and welcome to the Home Buyer Club podcast with me, Joe Thompson. Today we've got Lauren Tebb, mortgage advisor and co-owner of LNK Financial. Did you like that introduction? I did. That was very nice. Thank you. Yeah, good. <laughs> Lauren, just before we start, we'd like to do some quick fire questions to get warmed up. So are you ready for some quick fires? Yes. Okay. Hot or cold? Hot. Beach or pool? Pool. Red or white wine? Red. Beer or cider? Beer. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Spa day or long hike? Oh, spa day. Apple or Samsung? Apple. Oh, good. I'm glad you said apple. We can be friends now. Although <laughs> <laughs> uh, you talk know, of wine and cider, Christmas. Yeah, same every yeah, year. As soon as it <laughs> says wow. yeah, I do fancy a flip phone again. You know, take it back to like early noughties. Yeah, old old school. Nah, <laughs> not for me. I'll stick with my nope. apple. Stick with the apple. <laughs> Today's topic: we're going to talk about protection and why it's important to have it. Why it's important to have the conversation with clients about it. Uh, but first, can you just tell me about why you became a mortgage advisor in the first place? So I actually fell into mortgage advising. Um, I used to work um, at a well-known insurance company as an admin. Um, and then it just seemed like a natural progression uh, to move into mortgages. Never yeah. thought I would do it. Um, but actually once I started, you know, doing my CMAP and everything else, became more and more interested in it. And then it just, just carried on from there. Oh, nice. How did you find CMAP? It's a pain in the arse, isn't it? CMAP 1, especially. Yes, I was going to say CMAP 1 was uh, difficult. I think I was unprepared for the amount of topics that it was going to cover um, because you just kind of go into it thinking you're going to learn about mortgages and then obviously there's everything yeah. else and it was a broad <laughs> spectrum of knowledge <laughs> was quite overwhelming. But um, actually moving on to CMAP 2 and 3, um, it was a nice surprise to get into you know something a bit more focused. Yeah, loads more enjoyable actually learning about the topic rather than everything else that's to do with it, with, with, with the CMAP one. But I yeah. think that's, that's like, a, that, that one must be like, you know, they say a thousand people go to do it. <laughs> it's like, see who sticks around, who can get through CMAP one. And then it's like, right, okay, you, you're going to be a mortgage advisor. <laughs> so that clears out the people who really want to do it, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. I can see so, that. So what we were doing before that, have you... Oh, sorry, have you gone from like straight from college to to working as insurance brokerage and then to mortgage advisor? Is that your career to date? No, no. So um, I went to uni. Um, when I left uni, nice. I actually started working in debt management um, and I was in debt management for ages, um, kind of IVAs, that kind of thing. Um, and then I started working, like I say, as an admin in uh, insurance, so protection. Yeah. Um, for one of the business development managers, I was kind of there admin into brokers and um, talking, you know, helping them get their protection cases through. Um, and from there, made contacts in the mortgage world. And what's it been about six, six years now? I've been working as a mortgage no. broker. Um, never really looked <laughs> back once I'd kind of got into that, yeah. that job role. Amazing. 
You know, um, being part of like a, a protection firm doing the admin, did has that stood you in good stead, do you think, selling protection moving forward with clients? Yeah, definitely. So, um, I mean, when I was working as an admin, you kind of learn um, what kind of things the insurance company is going to ask for in terms <laughs> of like... Um, nurses appointments things like that but i think it also being on that side of it and seeing like uh the claims and having that um training and stuff hearing the real life stories when i became a mortgage broker just it just meant that i understood the importance of protection kind of straight away yeah and that's that's so that do you know it's funny you say that because i think well for me exact for example my only kind of dealings with that sort of stuff was when I had my first mortgage and then literally six months later I was passing my CMAP <laughs> so so I didn't really have an understanding of protection the different types of it um like like you did which was like you say stood you in good stead yeah definitely definitely so why is protection important what is it about it that you feel that everyone should have it I just think um, that we protect everything in our lives. Um, and it's something that I think, you know, you hear a lot in this industry, or I say it a lot anyway, that we protect our belongings. So, you mo like, you have cover for your mobile phone, um, your car, your house, your pets, everything else. But the one thing that we forget to um, kind of cover and probably the most important thing, well, definitely the most important thing is us. Um, yeah. So it's not necessarily, you know, people think mortgage, life insurance, um, and yes, life insurance is important, but what people don't perhaps understand is that there's covers out there that um, are going to help you if something happens to you. So it's going to take away that stress. It's going to, um, you know, pay you out. And just when you're in a position where you're vulnerable and you've got other things to think about, like your health, um, it's going to take that stress away from you. They, you know, it, those are the ones that I think um, everyone should focus on, not just if you've got a mortgage, but in any circumstance, just make sure that if something does happen to you, that you're not having to worry about money. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're renting a house and you've got a family, the family still need to pay the bills when you're gone. No, no matter if it's your mortgage or your rent, exactly. they still need to pay it, don't they? Exactly that. And, you know, all so, these other things that you're paying for, so your gas, your electric, your food, um, you know, travel, all of those things still need to be paid, regardless of whether you're healthy or poorly. Um, and it's not something that you want to be thinking about when you're poorly. Um, so, and I think there's just not enough um, knowledge out there about those and people don't really consider it kind of high enough up their list of, of priorities. I wonder why I wonder why there is sort of a lack of knowledge about that out there. It strikes me as odd. Everyone kind of knows that they have to have car insurance, but it's kind of weird that people they know what life insurance is, but they don't know about everything else that involved in it just strikes me as a bit odd, really. I lost you. Oh no, we're we back. Oh yeah, you're back now. Lovely. Right. I was just saying I I find it a bit odd that like everyone knows about car insurance and house insurance, but I mean, insuring themselves, people know what life insurance is, but 
they don't know about everything else involved, like income protection, critical illness, et cetera, et cetera. People don't know these kind of things. It's just odd, isn't it? I just think there's a lot of information out there. Um, it's not something that people maybe consider. Um, when they think mortgage, they automatically think life insurance. Um, I think people who are renting don't necessarily think about protection for themselves at all. Um, and that's why I think it's just so important to speak to a mortgage and protection advisor or, um, you know, even if you're not looking for a mortgage, speak to a protection advisor, see what options are out there. They, you know, we know um, what kind of options are available. We know what's going to be best for you and we can, you know, give you those options and make sure that you know about everything that you need to know about what's available to you um, yeah. if something awful should happen. Yeah, exactly. And let's face it, we don't want it to happen. But it's there just in case you need it, isn't it? It's just like car insurance. It's there if you need it. You don't want to have a car crash, do you? But if you do, you've got it. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the idea. That's, yeah. that's the idea behind protection is, you know, and any kind of insurance is that it's an event that you don't want to happen. But if it does happen, make sure that you're protected. That's, you know, that's the whole purpose behind any kind of insurance or any kind of protection. Yeah, completely agree. Why is why is it so? So we, we all kind of as mortgage advisors, we know, yeah, we should sell protection. And but why is it dear to your heart? So I don't think you can ever fully um, understand the importance of protection until you know someone that's had to use it um, or you've had to use it yourself. Um, and I fall into the latter of those two. Um, so I was diagnosed with um, cancer about two years ago now. Um, actually this time two years ago and uh, I had to claim on my own protection so my own serious illness cover um, I also used my private medical insurance which you know I, I can't rave about enough um, and I can't stress the importance of enough but just being able to claim on that serious illness cover when I did have to have time off work um, just you know took away the additional stress of thinking you know I've got to have all this time off work. I mean, it, it was about four weeks in the end, but four weeks as a self-employed person is obviously a long time. Mm -hmm. um, and just knowing that I was able to um, access a lump sum whilst that was happening just meant that I could focus on my health and not have to, you know, worry about how am I going to pay my bills. Wow, that's, that's yeah, that's so powerful that is, isn't it? Because people don't realise, I mean, you're not, you're not old at all. You're very young. And to to be diagnosed it, it happens doesn't it <laughs> but it it can happen to anyone it does exactly exactly that i mean you know i speak to clients um young clients i was 32 when i was diagnosed with cancer um and i have people say to me all the time oh i'll worry about that when i'm older you know i'm young nothing's gonna happen to me um and it does happen um you know i didn't expect it to happen to me uh but it did um and uh, also taking out insurance and protection when you're younger means that you know you're going to pay the premium for being younger um so my advice to people is always take it out as soon as you can and then just keep reviewing it just make sure that when your circumstances change that you amend that protection um in line with your circumstances but it can happen and unfortunately it does happen yeah yeah that's it isn't it, it and it and it's you, it's too late to action and take out insurance when it happens. It's too late. 
exactly. Um, and, you know, in my circumstances, um, because it was cancer, you know, moving forward, I will always have to disclose that on any health questionnaire. Um, so the fact that I've got that protection in place just gives me peace of mind to know that moving forward, I still have cover. Um, yeah. And, you know, if I hadn't done that, the situation would be different now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all, all okay now? All clear? Yes. Um, so annual checkups, uh, just had one last month, actually. So I'm just waiting for the results of that. But um, yeah, all good. So great I'm, to hear. I'm lucky. Yeah, great to hear. Like you say, you know, it just helps. It? it was four weeks off. For those four weeks, you know, it's just filled with stress and another stress of not not knowing where the next income bit's coming from. It just, just alleviates that, doesn't it, having, having that cover. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you you can't describe the kind of the stress that you go through and everyone around you goes through as well because, you know, it doesn't just affect you and it's it's not an additional worry that you need because your focus is completely on your health. Um, and I just can't imagine what it would be like then having in the back of your mind, you know, how am I going to pay my bills on top of that? Yeah. Um, which is why this is so important. It's so important for people to, you know, speak about this make sure that they understand what options they've got yeah how did that private medical uh, insurance help you in this situation then massively private medical insurance you know um to be honest before i uh, got into um working in insurance it's not something that i'd even heard of um and then the more i learned about it the more i was like mm, okay like i can see the benefit of that but you know is it something that i'm ever going to really use um had private medical insurance as part of my um kind of work package when I worked um in with the insurance company um luckily <laughs> decided to carry that on um and take out my own policy when I became a mortgage broker and it was invaluable so when I initially had um kind of tests done um that it came back with um you know we need to do further tests on this um the nhs said it's urgent we need to get you in within two weeks but realistically the waiting list for appointments was eight weeks oh. um and there was nothing they could do about that it, that's that was the waiting list so i decided actually no i don't want that stress for eight weeks i want to find out what's going on um you know rang my private medical insurance company and i had an appointment with a consultant within three days Wow. Um, and within two weeks, I had had my initial um, kind of mini operation. That was when they found the cancer. They called me in um, at like half seven on a Monday night because, you know, the hours are different and told me that they'd found cancer. And within two weeks, a plan had been formed um, for treatment um and then you know it was all booked in and ready to go so all of that happened before i would have even had an appointment an initial appointment on the nhs and it's not you know the nhs's fault um it's just that they have too much pressure there's too much strain there so it, the whole process of just being able to speed that up yeah um avoided a lot of stress i think because you mm. don't want to be in that situation waiting 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 and not knowing God, um, no. and private medical insurance is absolutely invaluable for that 
so it would have taken eight weeks to even get seen by the NHS, but everything else, the operation, the, the finding of it, the plan, it, you could have been lucky in six months at that rate, you know, couldn't you potentially? Definitely. And you'd had it all sort yeah, of formalised within was, a few weeks. Yeah, there were so many appointments um, and it's, you know, there's a lot of travel involved and everything else, but mm. um, so many appointments. And if you're, you know, waiting several weeks for each of those appointments through the NHS and waiting for the results to come back because that takes a long time, um, it the whole process would have been much, much longer. And the, th the thing with things like cancer and things like that is that you need to do it quickly because the longer yeah. you leave it, obviously the worse that could potentially become. Um, so just reducing that time scale right down just i mean who knows what difference that could have made maybe nothing but maybe some some difference wow so and that's just that's fantastic do you use your sort of um experience to to explain stuff to uh clients absolutely yeah um you know it's one of those things it's happened um and it's a lesson learned for me a life lesson and i just think you know being able to tell people about my own personal experience just yeah. maybe um will help them to understand that this isn't just something that we're talking about this is something that's important it's something that's real life and it's something that you know um me as a protection broker and me as a person just believes in this so much because of my own experience um and i just want to share that with people and you know just get them to understand that this is something potentially that unfortunately you know you might need to use one day yeah and you'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it i'd think of that that was difficult for Absolutely. me to get <laughs> yeah <laughs> Let's try to think to what's saying. <laughs> I understood what you meant. That's good. Thank you. But no, absolutely, absolutely right. That's it. What's your favourite type of cover? Like on a just a, a side note, what's your favourite type? Favourite type. Um, I mean, for me, one of the big ones. I mean, you've got income protection, super important. Um, we've just spoken about private medical insurance again. I think that's super important. But um, one that kind of sits close to my heart is obviously the serious illness cover because that's yeah. the one that I um, that I claimed on. And I think you know having access to a lump sum and having income protection alongside that. I think those two um, kind of uh covers just go hand in hand with each other because yeah. you know it might be that you're not off work long enough to use your deferred period which is great because that means you're having minimal time off work um but you still get that lump sum if then you do run into being off work for longer okay i've got my lump sum i know that i'm okay but also i can claim on my income protection as well so as a package i just think those two super important yeah. super important definitely yeah i like that uh um serious illness cover is great i love the fact that the some parts of it you can claim twice like you've alluded to you know you can you yes. can claim and then you still have another claim in there as well so it's not a case of one hit wonder is it it's it's not one claim and out which no. is great and i you know, I'm a huge believer in that cover. Um, I think that is so important. Like I say, in my circumstances, being 32 um, and having to put 
answer yes to the cancer question is you know moving forward either going to limit my options for getting cover or um you know exclude cancer potentially um because i had the ability to be able to claim again on that policy it's still in place i don't need to worry about it um and i've got that peace of mind that knowing that you know if something like that happens again it's there yeah it's there yeah that's great how do you position it with your clients um are you right going through that with me yeah, absolutely. Um, so my process is that I always talk to clients as soon as possible about protection. So as soon as we have the conversation um, about a mortgage um, or, you know, that initial conversation, I explain to them that part of the package is that I'm going to review your protection for you. So whether that means um, looking at a whole new package because you don't have any protection in place or reviewing what you already have in place to make sure that it's suitable that's what I'm going to do as part of the package. Um, once we have kind of looked at the options for the mortgage, if that's what they've come to me to talk about, um, then I'll sit down with them with the option, kind of the package that I think they need. Um, and I'll just discuss that with them. So this is what, this is what life insurance is. This is what serious sales cover is. Just make sure they understand that. Um, and then talk through what's your budget, kind of how much are you comfortable paying for this? Um, and what's important to you. You know, if I said to you, income protection, life insurance, um, serious illness cover, which of those would you would you say to me is the most important to you? And, you know, nine times out of 10, once you've had those discussions, people are going to say all three of them um, because they didn't understand it before. They didn't know what they were. Once they understand what they are, you know, it's very hard then to sit there and say, none of them or you know i don't think i need them some people still will um and that's you know their choice um but as long as i can um go away from that conversation knowing that they understand what's available to them and they've made that choice for themselves then you know i've done my job yeah i like that yeah exactly as, as long as you're having the conversation isn't it you know as long as you have put in the options in front of them to to look at and go actually i don't want anything or i want everything or i can't afford that but i want that you know type of thing as long as you're having those conversations you're you've done your job yeah i think you know as a as a protection advisor um our responsibility is to inform people of you know what's available to them whether that's by doing things like this um you know social media is great for stuff like that um it's just getting the information over to people so that they are in a, in a position where they know their options um, because that's the problem at the moment is that most people don't yeah that's it that is it that's so true thanks for coming on the podcast today lauren it's been great speaking to you about your experience and how you do everything so thank you very much thank you for having me it's been a pleasure if people want to reach out to you to chat about anything related to protection, the process, where can they where can they reach you? So um, you can hop on our website, which is uh, www.lkfinancial.com. Lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you.